Welcome back to the Lineals Podcast. I am Smith. I'm Seth. And it's the voice that makes you moist. Marcus. Well, we've been gone for a while. Yeah, there's been a significant drought of not just Marcus's moistness, but even the tiny amount of moisture we are allowed to provide every week mm. has been completely gone for the past two weeks. Yeah. Um, not gonna put, not gonna point fingers at anybody, but you know, <laughs> it was now, all me and Marcus fault. did record an episode last week, but Marcus did. did not upload, upload his audio <laughs> to the, the uh, Google I Drive. I, I thought I did because no, I, I, I saw the message you sent me, and uh-huh. I was like, yeah. So you thought that seeing the message just meant that you had done it? <laughs> I, I've done it. To be fair, I haven't checked back since then because you didn't uh, message me back and say I oh, love audio. That's what I didn't do. Okay. There was never any like, oh, hey, I've done it now. So why would I check again? You got a little behind the scenes look. Because in my mind, I was like, I totally told Smith that I put it in there. Par for the course with Marcus, for sure. Oh, I'm sorry. If there's a sandwich involved, I would have known already about, you know. True. Yeah. Immediately. Damn. Somehow. You should have uploaded that episode with just your audio. Sandwiches just seen who cared. Say. Come on now. I should have sent Marcus a JPEG of a sandwich, to be honest. Yeah. You had that audio post-haste. I wonder if Marcus would buy a sandwich NFT. I mean, it'd have to be pretty good. Like, I'm thinking... Uh, I'm thinking Nancat levels of good. Oh wow! I thought you were gonna say a sandwich that would. Yeah, me too. Be worth I'm waiting for like a pastrami <laughs> with a rye, kind of. For me, it I would never months. buy an NFT, but like in a world where I was forced to, it if it was like a Cubano, like a really good looking Cubano, oh, Cubano. Um, but the one from that movie Chef, I'd probably that'd probably be the one I'd have to go for. We've all seen a very timely reference that everyone understands. I think people who are cultured have seen Chef. It's pretty... Cultured? Yeah. It's a pretty... It's a vibey movie. It's fun. It's low-key. It's weird that John Favreau directed it and he just happened to make his two love interests, Scarlett Johansson and Sofia Vergara, but, you know, whatever. You know, hey. I guess that's, that's what comes with power. But this isn't ChefCast. <laughs> this is the Illennial. It's a different podcast. ChefCast is next week. <laughs> Um, so we talk about two things, the movie chef and the character from South Park, a show I've never seen. <laughs> oh, the character chef. So, yeah. Yeah. Pretty good. Amazing. Pretty good. I only know the character chef because I read a strategy guide article for the first South Park video game in like game pro 15 years ago. Wow. wow. <laughs> That's very impressive. Yeah. That's not entirely untrue. We, I did show you the South Park movie, the, the the movie they made, bigger, longer, and uncut. I did show you that movie. I remember. I think uh, I've totally forgotten it. Yep. Does like Saddam Hussein saying? have sex with Satan, or is that yep. the American World Police? <laughs> nope, that's the one. <laughs> okay, okay. So I do remember a little bit of it. Then. Yeah, a bit of a toss up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's the same people, isn't it? It's the same. I, I don't even remember how I've seen the movie at all. But here's a very specific detail about it. Is this the movie? <laughs> But wait, no, so Kim Jong-un is the one that got made fun of in Team America World Police, right? That's, that's right. Team America, yes, with the pooping. Two, yes. two fucking uh, dictators made fun of by America to distract from our own problems. That's right. Yeah. And don't forget about the two puppets that were fucking. Was, was that the first puppet fucking ever in a movie? There's probably no way that's true. There's got to be more than that. Right. I doubt it. I'm pretty sure it was the first, was the first puppet poop scene. <laughs> 
that also seems untrue. Yeah. The 80s did happen. <laughs> what but, about the first puppet puke scene? Because I've never seen a puppet puke before. I'll give you that one, sure. <laughs> now, okay, what do we count as a puppet? Because Dead Alive had a lot of things come out of a lot of puppets. That's true, mm. depending on what, you, what, you, what your line is. I'm sorry, so you're, you're trying to get some topics, yeah. so go Speaking for it. Speaking of puppet poop, um, we gotta talk about our our own little special boy Elon Musk. Oh, oh boy. And not not so much about Elon Musk, because I don't mm. give a shit about Elon Musk. Um nor do I know literally anything about his former paramour uh Grimes. But I do know that last week, among uh, amidst a um Bitcoin crash, um he was broken up with I'm not sure if they were related in any way, but he was. And then, I'm not sure if you guys I have seen I hope they're not. Them. That'd be incest. Um, okay. <laughs> okay. Here's, That'd be a bridge too far even for you. Here's Elon. your comedy points. Um, there you go. Um, I'm going to cash these into sure, the comedy store. I'm not sure if you guys have seen this, but Grimes has now decided to make her new play dressing up as like an elf and reading Karl Marx in the streets of California. <laughs> Huh? <laughs> that that picture is ridiculous. Yeah, because I first saw the picture not as her reading Dos Capital or no, sorry, she read the comic the comics manifesto. manifesto. Yeah, I saw her reading the GURPS Fourth Edition uh, handbook. You saw Photoshop a, a meme, <laughs> right? I was like, because I had no context. Like, who is this insane looking person yeah. reading this GURPS book? But you know what? That does that that probably falls in line with some random shit that this person would do, right? And did you see her explanation for that, by the way? No. She said that because paparazzi was following her around, she grabbed the book she thought would get the most attention and, and opened that up on the street. And that she actually favors a decentralized UBI supported by crypto through gaming as our way forward. Oh. What? <laughs> so she just, like, took a bunch of word, like a bunch of letters out of Scrabble and right, that whole threw them at the reporters and they just kind of kind of made something out of it. She says she has not uh, ironed out her ideas yet enough to discuss, but she just has she just has that so far. Hey, guess what? I, I'm glad she's honest because it does not sound very ironed out. No. Also, However, she's, still, she's still living with Elon Musk, so I don't know what the, I don't mean. They are apparently technically separated. Uh. Yeah. However, an economy backed by gaming. I mean, come on, guys. We find we'll finally be the cool kids, <laughs> right. the gamers. Finally, finally, they they will have their day in the in the sun. <laughs> Yeah. I can finally get out of debt, boy. Oh my god, Marcus, with Genshin Impact alone, will support several villages. You're you yeah. goddamn right. <laughs> Marcus could, could create the GDP of Finland. Whoa, <laughs> whoa. Yeah. <laughs> it's actually funny that you should say that, Seth, because despite uh, our, our uh, other side of the coin from all this is um, people are are constantly looking for reasons to be mad at China. And there's been another sort of like release of a Chinese, no one can explain what it is, but it's some kind of document saying, here are new restrictions on video games here in China. And there are some things like, some things are, are good actually, which is, hey, loot boxes, you can't do those. We're not going to have that mm-hmm. in this country anymore. Yeah. That's, that's cool. just pretty much done with. You're just, if, if you're good, if you, it's like, well, you, should, you should not have microtransactions at all, but if you're going to have them, you got to tell me what they're getting. You know, it has to be exactly yeah. explicit things you're going to get. And like, but we're going to move away from those in the first place. And then some things are like, we can't have characters whose gender you don't know without Googling it. And their, their example, Marcus, was Venti. No! My that was their example, was Venti. Is that a Genshin? 
That is a yes. Genshin Impact character. He's like the the god of animo or wind. And yeah, he's he's a small, compact boy. Little twink. Right. <laughs> he looks like a girl. If you, if, you, if, you, if you didn't know that I mean, Venti was a boy, you would think it was a girl. When people call the game Waifu Impact and Venti being as pretty as he is. <laughs> right, yeah. Okay, well, I gotta look this guy up. But this, but this seems like an easy fix, though. For Genshin, so? anyway. Just just make Venti a girl. That's interesting, sure. Right. Wow. Or, yeah, Seth, you see him now? Yeah, I gotta be honest. Like, I don't. I'm, I'm, I'm a post-gender person, but if I was like going to this and I had to say one of the two genders, what this person is, mm-hmm. I, I don't think I would say guy right offhand. I don't. I don't think I would. <laughs> so that is progressive for sure. Um, but man, very confusing. I, I can see. I can see. <laughs> the, the, the poor Chinese youth that can't handle it. Set their their little brains. Mm-hmm. Okay, whoa, whoa, I didn't say that. They can't, is... can't deal with uh, people that look like their gender? That opinion exclusively belongs to Smith on the podcast. <laughs> and I'm saying it in jest because that's stupid. Uh, no, it's, but it's stuff, and also stuff like, y- y'all know have heard of the, the, like, the World of Warcraft thing, right, where the skeletons couldn't be shown in the game because it goes yeah. against Chinese, you know, beliefs or whatever. But then Chinese games will have skeletons in them all the time. And what it is is that China makes these restrictions to fuck with people who aren't Chinese. To, like put professional learning games to protect the Chinese gaming industry is a way of, of like, like restricting them. But the thing is, it comes, it turns out that all those stuff you'll get mad about, uh, once again, is just some speech that some guy gave to people who were going to one day go on to be video game evaluators. And it's like, people are like, they give these speeches all the time and we don't really care. We don't pay attention to them. It's just, it's just some guy giving a talk at a conference and it doesn't amount to anything. But everyone acts like China has finally done it and they've banned gay people from video games or whatever. And it never turns out to be true. It's always just some guy talking and never amounts to anything. Because I also heard they, they didn't want like moral decisions in video games. Like, mm-hmm. like what's the point of the game then? Like, mm-hmm. they'll have to boot Mass Effect. Yeah, Telltale, Bioware, they're all done. Right. Also, they had a problem with something, some Japanese game called, Marcus, help me out here, Azure Lane You're, or yeah. something, mm-hmm. where it has I mean, historical, historical <laughs> battleships, or just ships in general, portrayed as anime girls. Yep. And China was like, some of these these ships were Japanese and used to kill our people, and we're not happy about that. Yeah, Azure Lane. Uh, I did play that game for a little bit. It's uh, interesting. It's it's a it's a what is it, bullet hell kind of game. Run around uh-huh. with your ship girls, shooting other ship girls. Don't they also have American World War Two ships? Yes, <laughs> yes they do. So China is like, hey hey hey, we can have ships that are killing our people, but Japan is like, yeah fine, these ships kill our people all the time. We don't care. We're okay oh, yeah. with that. Oh yeah. What a weird what a weird thing to 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 believe. And and the oh god, I hope I get this word right, but. To like personify anything as like an anime girl, I believe the word is a gajinka. I'm sorry if okay. I fucked that up, but like that's they do it with everything. the The picture of the black hole that we got like a few years ago, someone turned that into an anime girl. They Wait. turned the the black the hole photo? picture into an anime girl. Yes. <laughs> anything Tide Pods, anime girl. Oh, so like the Corona Chan they made at the beginning of the coronavirus that yes. was wearing the, the Chinese dress. All of it. 
Okay. Wow. We just personify. There are several there are of several. the black hole. Yeah. Are they oh, as sexual okay. as you would oh. think? Yes. One of them is. <laughs> I have to ask this. This is going to be a weird question. Is the black hole girl black? I mean, technically. No. Not the one like, I, not in the two or three I just saw. Like, in the colors they use to color her, black is in there. Well, yeah. All right, interesting. But I'm going to guess she's probably not African-coded. Right, she's not African. Most likely not African-American. Gotcha. Or just African, you know. Right, right. Yeah. So, yeah, that's been pretty funny. Video games, y'all, they're they're, they're causing so many small little little furors for no reason. Right. Yeah, and I think that at this point we can safely say we talked about it a couple weeks ago, but we can safely say that Blizzard is one of the worst video game companies in the world. Because yeah. one, they you know they they are one of the people who have you know bent a lot to China, even when it makes bad political messages. Sometimes, like they just say you know it's not like they ban players who say things against China and all this. Which I'm not sure what you support, but still, you shouldn't do do political things like that. They've had a history of sexual misconduct. Their answer to high-level people being sexual predators is we're just gonna not name characters that after anybody who works here anymore to avoid this kind of scenario rather than let's actually fix the problem and they are the reason that ethereum was created yes yes seth you want to find it to us real quick you you might know the actual detail of the the thing in the game Mm -hmm. but from what i understand the guy who created ethereum um, used to play a lot of World of Warcraft, and then all of a sudden, uh, between 2007 and 2010, they nerfed the Siphon Life spell on his Warlock, and then he was like, fuck it, I'm never playing World of Warcraft again, and also, I'm gonna go invent a, crypt- and invent a cryptocurrency. And yes. now, Ethereum exists. So if they didn't mess with Siphon Life, we might yeah. not have Ethereum. Basically... Uh, warlocks are a DOT spec or, or class. They they apply damage over time spells to people and they wait for you to die. That's their whole thing. And Siphon Life was a spell you could channel that would drain life from the person and do damage. And all Blizzard did was say, all right, Siphon Life no longer does damage. Instead, it heals you for a, a portion of how much your DOTs are doing to the enemy as you, as you use it, right? And this pissed people off to an incredible extent. So much so this guy went and created a goddamn cryptocurrency because of it. Yeah. He was like, if you have centralized control, they can fuck with you. They can fuck with you, man. Exactly. He, that was what he took from this. He was like, because this is a centralized company, they took away the thing that I loved. And I guess in his world of Warcraft, I don't know. I guess I guess in, in the decentralized version, the player gets to decide what all the spells do. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> like, how does what does that mean? Why? How, how do you go like, oh, these video game developers, these heathens, which I mean, I guess they are technically, but they're over here making my spells worse. I I can't deal with this centralized stuff. What is the what is the counterpoint? Seth, I don't get I mean, it. You gotta understand this. Blizzard is like the government. Ah, uh, of, <laughs> of course. Blizzard is just the U.S. government over World of Warcraft. Okay, and. <laughs> Their their little whatever I don't know thing they use to put more gold in the game is just like the treasury. Okay, so you can't trust them. It's just all made up. So he's like, I'll make up all made up currency that I don't have control over. It'll be great. 
And yeah. that was his thought process. Is that Blizzard is like the government. We can't trust either one of them. You know, honestly, Blizzard is a lot like the U.S. government. <laughs> a, lot a lot of sexual of similar you know, stuff uh, going on there. there. Yeah. Oh, no. So, yeah, that was pretty funny. I, I love when weird fucking uh, things like that happen. Like, did y'all see today that Facebook disappeared from the internet along with Instagram? Yes. Yeah. I was like, whoa, the end times. Sweet. <laughs> And didn't they didn't just like go down? Apparently, their DNS entries just didn't work. Yeah, apparently they couldn't even. It was so apparently bad, they couldn't even hit like their own servers from inside the building. They couldn't oh. even get into the building because their badge yep. server didn't work, so they couldn't even scan in. Yeah. Um, and yeah, and people are speculating because their 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 stock also dropped a lot today, not only because of the outage, but because there was a, a sixty minutes report about how they basically lie about how they handle like hate speech and misconduct on the platform they just lie to their investors about it and they just they sell a lot more data than they say they do so all that happened last night and then this morning their stock goes down the, the website crashes uh it's amazing it's a really good day there's a theory this was an inside job by facebook to distract mm-hmm. from that report i'll see you yep. in minutes and then they can blame they can blame that on the the stock dip rather than the actual problem yeah and that people can't discuss this for a day or whatever because our memories are so short that it'll go away in about a week or so anyways yep i just love the fact that i just love this internet of shit we've created where the fucking doors are networked to the facebook servers that couldn't be accessed anymore they couldn't be opened isn't that a great way to handle (laughs) things exactly and if that if you decentralize that you can make door coin and you can just have a little door token <laughs> that lets you into this decentralized door. The door goes to anywhere in the world because it's decentralized. This, this is the fucking plot to System Shock. This is what <laughs> happened in System Shock 2. There was an AI whose only job was to open and close doors on the spaceship, and he went in fucking sane and decided, I'm going to take over the world because he was so bored of his job. This is how these things happen, all right? Stop making things talk to each other. They don't need to do that. When I was a kid, there was a key, and it went in the door, and you opened it up. It was very easy. It worked for everybody, all right? We don't need key cards and fucking retinal scanners and dick print scanners or whatever, all right? Well, it just, it okay, works. wait a minute. Hold, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. <laughs> dick I print love scanners, my dick print scanner. I'm not again. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I turn on my car. <laughs> 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 I just I hate that everything now like communicates with one another. It is not necessary. All right, it didn't need to be this way. Yeah. What you're talking about is actually uh, in programming the principle of microservices, where everything has its own little service, and then it just it creates something that can be read by other things, but is completely self-contained and only does one thing at the end of the day. Um, and a lot of people would like to, are trying to move to that structure, but it's gonna take years and years before things are actually completely moved over to that so they want things to be worse no 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 they want things to create like what you're talking about is they're not all talking to each other and like codependent they create they would do one thing and then if for some reason something else needed that thing it could send that data over but it wouldn't have they wouldn't be coupled they wouldn't have to actually depend on each other one could exist completely by itself without the other so this door could exist without the facebook server but if the facebook Mm -hmm. server needed the door for any reason they could send data back and forth but if one was gone, the other one would still completely work. But isn't the problem that the door needs the server to open? 
Yes, that it wouldn't need that anymore. That's the thing. Well, then how it would it operate? Because it doesn't it have it, itself. It would have its own thing. It would have its own yeah. little. You're gonna store piece everybody's bad data on that one door. <laughs> I mean, it might be a little. Might be using some cloud data or something. I don't know. I'm not the 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 principles I apply it to in my my you know professional life don't right. involve doors. But I'm right. sure somebody who knew more about you know hardware would be able to tell you this. Mm-hmm. And yeah, like, key. Yeah. The key goes in the door. You turn the key. The door opens up. Well, yeah, but how do? You, well, first of all. The Siri you're positing makes no sense because it's like this is the door to get into work. <laughs> right. Everyone is every day, every single person has to put a key in a door and open the door. That's how my job works. I have a key to get into the building. That mm. how many people work at your job? In this one building, probably about a hundred. How many people work at Facebook? Thousand. I don't know. Thousand. There's more than one door into Facebook. And then also, I hope. You know, and also, Facebook. Can you? Facebook Can you imagine has, if Facebook has one door to get inside? <laughs> yeah, and also Facebook probably has some more sensitive stuff inside, and they want to kind of keep all that shit locked down. You can't have a security Facebook guard here, who's I'm like, oh, saying. that's Beth, that's Jerry, all right, come on in. I know no. who you are. Why did you what, just say names of characters from Rick and Morty? <laughs> who? You said Beth, Beth and Jerry <laughs> from Rick and Morty. Those are names that are literally on my screen. I'm sorry, I don't, oh, I don't know. Oh, <sighs> What, I'm what reading an article me, that is not Rick and Morty, but okay. go ahead, Marcus. What got me about this was when Seth uh, said they're microservices, yep. that, that got me shook about microtransactions. Ah. And I'm just like, oh my god, what if what if the future Facebook is building? You know, you can have all those microservices, door opening, free coffee, whatever, and they're going to charge you for every fucking one. <laughs> Open yeah. the door, it's a nickel, buddy. That, I just said door coin. The decentralized door. <laughs> but a literal, the coin is a nickel. Exactly. It, it, costs you, it costs you a door coin to get in every day. Oh, God. Whoa, 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 whoa. No, this is not a nickel. This is a door nickel. Come on. <laughs> Be serious well, it, actually, it actually costs you 69,000 uh, door coins. It's equivalent <laughs> to one nickel. Yeah, and oh. every day the, the price of getting in the door fluctuates. <laughs> right. <laughs> We're laughing about it. This is the future. This is tolls in the future right here. This is what we're heading towards. Yeah. This is horrifying. It's like the NFT things where they're like, we're banking on... What's, hold on. What's the actual quote? They called it the VR metaverse. It pissed me off so much. Let me find it here. Okay. It says right here. Uh, it says... It, what does it say here? A lot of us are banking on a VR metaverse. Think Ready Player One in the near future and are curating many art collections for display in that world. Yeah, that's what's the justification for buying wasn't NFTs. Ready, wasn't Ready Player One like a dystopia? Wow, Marcus! Amazing! I'm just, I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah. In the movie it was. The, the, the book guy loved it, for sure. He wanted that to be real. But at least Spielberg was like, this sucks. This is terrible. We don't want yeah. this. So... Oh, and that was in response to people asking, like, oh, why don't you just right-click and save on an NFT rather than buying it for thousands of dollars? And this person's like, oh, because of the VR metaverse. And I'm like, so in your dream VR metaverse, you can't display any file? It has to be an NFT? You yeah. can't put a JPEG up on your wall and be like, hey, this is a JPEG of a Cubano sandwich. Like, why do you have, mm. like, you can't, you have to have the NFT in this world. Which is just hilarious to me that, that that's the way they see it, is that this, this VR metaverse wouldn't be smart enough to display images. Right. Well, it's, it's really funny because um, I don't know if you guys have played a VR or VR chat. Not VR so, chat. So you can, when you're in VR chat, you have like a, a avatar, right? Yeah. And if some people have their avatar like open to other people, you can just copy it. 
Yeah. <laughs> so you go, oh, that's cool. Copy your avatar. I'm that avatar. Yeah. So when this when this uh, NFT metaverse starts up, I have a feeling they're gonna like accidentally leave that shit open, and everyone's gonna yeah, get like the first not. view of them. <laughs> yeah. Dude, it's just it pisses me off. At, this is you. These people want a nightmare world to exist. They want it to be to pay for a JPEG, like. What happened, guys? The internet is supposed to be the freedom of the future. Like, information would be free, right? It's just information. Mm -hmm. Why do you suddenly want to monetize everything? Why do you want to pay for everything again? Like, what the fuck? Filthy capitalist. Like, we're not, we're not talking about, like, labor here. I mean, labor went into making those things, for sure. Yeah, those images, you know, cost labor. But, like, it's not like it's a diamond, you know, or a, a fucking a window or something. You know, right. this is a, a, a picture. Why do you want to... Zero intrinsic value. <laughs> No, it has value because labor went into making it. But I think that most artists probably wouldn't care if they made it and put it out there for everybody to use, right? Yeah. I just don't. I don't understand why you want. Why you want to create this nightmare hellscape? Yeah. Can you imagine having your dream future being be written by Ernest Klein of all people? I would rather die. I think <laughs> Ernest Klein is the worst author that I've read a whole book by. I, I think that's a fact. I will agree with that just because I think that Piers Anthony writes better books, but is <laughs> yeah. probably a worse person. Yeah, worse person, maybe, yeah. Definitely a pedophile, so that puts him automatically as a bad person. But right? yeah. he, Even his pedophile fucking books are better than Ready Player One, all right? That's true. At least puns are better than that. But yeah, yeah. I just, the NFTs still, I, I thought they were dead, guys. What happened? I thought we were done with this. I thought it was a weak yeah. fad that existed. Marcus, you should get in on it, honestly. You should try to make a quick buck, because there's people out there. I read this this teenager who made like a million dollars doing it, just Ooh. for a month. But don't forget that NFT works on blockchain, which is the that exact is true. same shit that is just killing the planet right now, electricity use. So don't, don't forget that NFTs yeah. are bad for the environment. I do, like I do know a, that. A solid million. That'll, yeah. That'll but at the same enough. time... Go ahead. No, no, go ahead. I said, but at the same time, what does it matter? We're on the way out. Industrial civilization is over. Like, in a couple of decades, it's all going to break apart. We're going to fall out, lie off, and we'll probably all die. So who cares? Make your money while you can. And enjoy, enjoy the been, time we have left. For, from what I've been reading, it might break off, like, sometimes this, this month. <laughs> yeah. I, I think we got, a couple, we got a, a couple of decades left where they lose control entirely. Remember, like, 2100 was, like, going to be the year when everything would go bad or we could get good? Who knew? And now we're like, oh, no, guys. The cloud cover is becoming, is holding in even more greenhouse gases than before. And the methane is un, unfrosting in the fucking permafrost and also now compounding the heating. So it's going to be even worse than we imagined even faster. And yeah. it's like, great. Awesome. Cool. Yeah, what a time to be alive. What a time to die. <laughs> However long it'll be. A James Bond movie, No Time to Die. Pretty uh, pretty apt naming at this point. Oh, how Just about the James Bond movie, there. The World is Not Enough? Mm. You we'll know, that's absolutely right, Seth. <laughs> Thank you. We'll probably die another day. <laughs> another one. And then we'll be living in a casino royale, am I right? <laughs> All right. Come on. Well, yeah. There's going to be a Octo. skyfall of ash and debris. <laughs> I'm going to get some octopussy in the future. <laughs> yeah. We're going to be, you know, we're going to be haunted by the specters of our past. Okay. We're really gold fingered. Uh -huh. Yep. Uh -huh. <laughs> All right. <laughs>
We tried, guys. Uh, but yeah, so I was just gonna say that uh, the uh, what is it called? The I A T S E voted called, to strike. Yeah, the they call it IATSE. IATSE. Yep. So no more shows and no more movies. Finally, we're done. Yeah, finally. We're free. Oh my god! After Venom Two came out, why do we need more movies? Right? They <laughs> they solved it. They figured out movies. Um, but yeah. So I see for people who don't know are the people who who take care of pretty much everything that makes TV and movies work. It, it covers people who do like hair and makeup, and even you know set designers, production designers, um, camera people, like a lot of stuff that goes on behind the scenes. Anything that isn't actors, directors, writers. Um, and all the guilds for actors, directors, and writers supported the strike as well. So it's it's kind of a joint effort to get to to try and make things better for people in the industry. But it was it was agreed to with a ninety eight percent approval for oh, really? for the strike. So and I think it's going to officially start in like a day or two, like tomorrow or something. So yeah. until then, there will be uh, a halt in all productions. Um, so yeah, that's that's the that's what's going to happen. I gotta tell my job that we're on strike. <laughs> Your job involves cameras. You, you, you tell who covered. I think. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, nice. Um, uh, Seth, did you see Venom too? No, okay. I don't plan on I heard, it. I heard there's a furor over the uh, the mid credit sequence. Oh, I already saw what it was. Apparently, Venom is gay. Oh, that's not I mean, what I saw. Never mind. Maybe uh, I, maybe I missed it, one of them. I saw one of them. And what's gayer than being a parasite? Right. Marcus. <laughs> Thank you, Marcus, for your, your cutting-edge commentary No problem, here. man. That's what I'm here for. Well, I think what Marcus was saying is, how does he have a sexuality? <laughs> I think that's what uh, he was asking. Sorry, but Venom is just gay. Like, that's straight up. Like, it's it's man-on-man love. Like, it's parasite and man going at it. That's what it is. This guy's he's wrapping sure. all around you, including your dick. I mean, your dick's in there, right? I mean, I'm pretty sure Venom wouldn't mind going either way. Venom is touching your dick, Marcus, when he drops I mean, around you. It feels I mean, nice. that could be an right. intimate male friendship. Right. <laughs> Very intimate. Like the yeah. Romans. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. That's not what the Romans were doing, Marcus. They were having sex. <laughs> you can't prove that. I can't prove it. They wrote about it. <laughs> but no, um, here's the thing. I was thinking about this, this, this strike they're having with the, with the uh, entertainment stuff. So mm-hmm. the problem is... I think that there's enough entertainment. We got enough, <laughs> yeah. I think. We're good for we're good for right yeah. now, for sure. Like, imagine right now if all movies and music started being made, video games weren't being made anymore either. It's all being shut down, and you only had access to Netflix. What's on there right now? You uh, would have enough for the rest of your life just on that alone. True. That's true. Um, you might not like it all. But it would be all you would ever need. <laughs> you certainly will not like it all. That is no. that is absolutely a fact because there's some some real stinkers in that cat- catalog. I would I would love fucking get HBO Max, but I would mm. take Netflix if I have to. Um, but yeah, I mean I agree. You know we're all you know humans, especially ones who like want to you know engage with pop culture in any way. We're always in a constant state of catching up. I mean, just before this call, we mentioned how we had watched this new show called Midnight Mass, and I was like, oh, I'm going to watch this other show the guy made called Haunting of Hill House, which is from two years ago. I missed out on that conversation. And then um, you mentioned Squid Game, Marcus, which is also on my list. I'm like, oh, well, just watching those three shows is going to be the next week of my life at best. 
or at worst, I guess, if I, I'm able to watch a lot. So, yeah. And then after that, I'm going to have whatever fucking show and three movies that came out since then. You got to watch those. There's new albums. There's freaking there's these stupid-ass things called podcasts you got to catch up on sometimes. Right. And at the end of the day, you just... You're always you're always behind. The only person who is completely caught up, <laughs> I believe there's one person in the world who's caught up on everything, and they just sit in the one room and meditate the entire day and feed everything into their brain. And they're also 600 years old. That's what and they and they have no job. They're able to subsist <laughs> off of whatever. Just no one checks their their they're paying their rent every month, and they just get to live off that. Oh, that sounds sweet. Because how else could you do it? I mean, you couldn't. You yeah. Literally if you couldn't. work all day, if you work even part of the day, mm-hmm. you can't. You can't watch all the movies and television shows and music and fucking video games. Those are a whole different time sink. If you want to, if you want to play play those and get get caught up on those and stuff. So yeah, in the it's, end of the day, you just almost, gotta choose what you want. It's almost like capitalism has put us in this state of constantly producing and overproducing to the point where we've got too fucking much and we're still not stopping. Yeah. Thanks, capitalism. Yeah, the problem is that there's too much, right? Like, people used to make fun of, like, the Soviet Union for saying there's only one brand of, you know, canned tomatoes. Do you need more than one? I would one? love that. Oh, my God. <laughs> I would love to go to a store one? and not be confused about what the best brand Where's of your pasta choice? is. Where's your freedom? <laughs> right. That's your freedom is the freedom to choose different products that are all the exact same. It's like it, the problem with entertainment, though, is that of course people, people different genres and things cater from people. Of course, there's going to be some some amount of, of overproduction, I guess, in some ways. But it just feels like there's too fucking much. You can't keep up on it all. You can't. Yeah. You have to choose, and 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 that's fine. Sure, you can choose what kind of game you want to play. But I just I just like I think that there's just a problem when every week has some new thing coming out to check out, which is both bad for you in terms of like. You're devoting your time to entertainment, which is you know fine, but there's also things to worry about that are that are you know actual problems you have to deal with. Uh, but also the fact that just like you can't do it all, you can't keep up, and is is a constant money sink as well for a lot of people. Yeah. But also, you know, I love movies, so that's true. You know, that's true. I, I like watching them, and yeah, they need to keep getting made, but. Yeah, I would not mind if every year we were like, for one month, nothing can get made. You have time to catch up. This is your one month. I, I have a bigger this. proposal. I have okay. a bigger proposal. Every two years, no, sorry, every other year, we stop making movies and TV shows and video games. That's that's too much. Maybe every four years. <laughs> for right now, catch up what's already, hap- what's already happened, and for one year, we take time off, and we come back next year, we can make movies and stuff again. And here I yeah. thought you guys were gonna, you know, suggest the purge. Like, jeez, the I purge. Yeah, purge. Just they should make more purge movies. Yeah, purge it yeah. up. Definitely more purge movies would be great. No, I want to uh, actually go purge. Nah, I don't plan on murdering just... anybody. I'm just gonna commit, you know, financial crimes. There we go. You can't. Why not? Because the banks move all money overseas. Did you ever watch the movies? I did, but you know, their ATMs are still out there. They the say it's the movies. Oh, that's fine. I don't care about that. But the, the banks are all like heavily offended. Their movies, their money's overseas. The purge is, a, is an excuse for the government to kill poor and people of color. Uh, I, all, I remember that. Yeah. So, but what if? You. What if when the purge hits, some 
white hat hacker is able to intercept the money before it leaves America's borders. And blow it up. And get <laughs> get it all, blow it up, whatever. And then they're fucked because they did it in America's borders on the purge night. I think that would be a good a good plot for my purge movie. Okay. I'm into it. I'm into it. You know who played the hacker? Who's that? Chris Hemsworth. Oh god. He looks just like a hacker. <laughs> And this time he'd be a white be black hat. hat. No, he'd be yeah. a white hat. This time. <laughs> he'd get the changes. Changes. Uh, you know the archetype we always put Chris Hemsworth into hacker. Yeah. Who get to switch over and be a white hat this time instead of a black hat? Great. I've seen but, the movie Black Hat two times because I had to watch the Michael Mann director's cut that only played on the FX network when it was rolling on TV. So there's no reason to have done this. And there is any reason to have done this because one, it's not, it's not a terrible movie by any means, but it's still not very good. But I had to see the differences between the two, and they're actually quite different. But neither of them are very good. <laughs> okay. Um, I had a question for you boys uh, that has to do with American politics and okay. what's going on with our uh, Biden's infrastructure bill and the fact mm-hmm. that it can't get fucking done. Yeah. Because Christian oh, Cinema and Joe Manchin refuse to get on board with the with the plan. And Christian Cinema is being quote unquote harassed. You know, people are following her into bathrooms and, and doing all kinds of nonsense to try and get her attention. Uh, and ask her why she's doing this or not doing this. Mm-hmm. And today, Biden said that people said like he said that you know he told Senator to go suck it or whatever. No, what he said was he doesn't approve of this, but it's a part of the job, right? Mm-hmm. I have a question. How do y'all feel about about harassing your representatives? Because personally, I think that it should be okay. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. They're public servants. You know, people are expressing their displeasure of her shitty decision. So, yeah. yeah, what is a representative besides someone who's going to represent the needs of their constituents, you know? So, if the constituents have something to say, right. I think that their offices should literally be open at all times. Yeah. I think they should have a chip implanted in them that tells us where they are at all times. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the, we made that into an NFT. I should be able to open my phone <laughs> and know where John Ossoff and Reverend Warnock are right now. Well, they're obviously they're they're holding hands in a, <laughs> all time. We did it. <laughs> they're both on the toilet. Holding they're hands. on the toilet. They're in a, they're oh, in God. two stalls. They've made a little handhold in the middle. They call we all know it's a glory hole, but they call it a handhold to make it make it a little bit cleaner. And they just hold hands to it. Have y'all seen the gentrified glory hole? <laughs> the picture of the <laughs> glory hole with like a design around it that says like adventure here or whatever and it's all like <laughs> nice looking <sighs> but yeah I, I think I think that it's it's so <laughs> it says looking at your gentrified glory hole right now <laughs> gentrified glory hole glory, glory, near me <laughs> address yeah directions please <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, this has been pretty funny because um, besides the Build Back Better thing, there's also the debt ceiling coming up on October 18th, and they're going on vacation until October 16th. And wow. basically the debt ceiling is this thing that constantly gets gets raised every time we say we're not going to do it. But it would be very funny if this time both sides didn't blink and we just didn't raise the debt limit and the U.S. government defaults on our debts. 
Yeah. That's the thing about it is it's not interesting in any way because we always do the same thing. It's it's like, are we going to raise the debt ceiling or are we going to actually admit that, you know, we've, you know, taken out all this money that we can't pay back and we never will be able to pay back. Are we ever going to admit that out loud? No. Mm-hmm. We're just going to raise it. Everyone's going to get upset about it and then we're just going to raise it because why would we do anything different? What <laughs> we we what do they stand to gain <laughs> by doing that? But imagine if just this one time, this one time they didn't blink and no one, no one pushed out and just did it and we fucking destroy the economy and be legends. <laughs> legends. Oh, uh, no one would be oh. that cool, especially not in government. Also, guys, is it just me or does this glory hole like low? Like I have to crouch down to my dick in this thing. It is true. That seems like a guy you should be higher to accommodate the average penis. Also, the glory hole being that wide, I don't like that. It should be smaller. You don't like how <laughs> wide? It, I, I didn't even look at check the width. The one's like there's a possibility <laughs> of seeing the person's face through here. I don't want. I don't want to see that. I don't want. To okay, it's not that wide. That's like four inches in diameter. You say that. What scenario will you see their face though? We all know what a glory hole is for. It's for sucking dick through. It's for glory. <laughs> so yeah, but like, and you think you're gonna see their whole? F- I don't know. Maybe, maybe I guess. Mm. I just this, this glory hole has some problems besides being gentrified. Yeah. Oh, man. Weirdly there's enough, some, there's some logistical issues with the glory hole. People, we need to workshop a solution. Yeah, we well, gotta right, get this goddamn glory hole right. I'm, I'm looking at one that had. <laughs> it looks like there's like a mountain range. It's yeah, yeah, yeah. I put it in the chat, but that is the same one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I adventure awaits. Yeah. <laughs> Put your dick in me. <laughs> See what happens. Who knows? It could be. It could be good or it could be bad. Yeah. Um. But speaking of the American government and President glory Biden's holes. administration oh. and glory holes, <laughs> um, we did to talk about. Um, there's this tweet of a person. Asking Kamala Harris a a genuine question about Israel and our associations with them and how they treat Palestinians and all these other and lots of other questions. It was very for because it was like a high schooler. It was very well said. Um, I imagine they pre pre planned it because it was it was very very well well delivered. And Kamala Harris was just like you know, there's a lot of moving parts to the worldwide infrastructure, but you've been heard. Mm. And then she left it at that. I can't. What was the, the exact? The question she was said? how how is it? How do you feel about the, the ethnic genocide happening in uh, Israel yeah. against Palestinians? And then she just says, "Your voice, your perspective, your experience." <laughs> Next question, please. That's her response. Don't you just love how the solution that the Democrats have come up with is that objective reality doesn't exist anymore? I mean, it's, all, it's, been, it's been working for the other side of the aisle, so why not? It's all your experience, man. Well, your voice, your thoughts, your experience. That's beautiful. That's great. We're going to kill you, though. Yeah. And isn't that beautiful? Isn't it great we can live in a country where we can murder you? <laughs> Don't you love that? We have the liberty mm. to murder people in the streets and support people being murdered in the streets. She's like, you call what's happening to the, the the Palestinian people genocide, and I think that is that is great. That's beautiful. It's your perspective. Yeah, yeah. Your but perspective is genocide. It is genocide, but it's also not. 
So it that's just bad. how it is. But here's the thing. They also, we don't care. They give us yeah. a lot of money. And we give yep. them a lot of money. And it's very profitable for us. So we're not yep. going to care about this. Exactly. It's like, mm-hmm. it's like, it's like what you think is great and beautiful and pure and it's all fine, but we're not going to give a shit about it at all. And yeah. I, I, it's so funny to me. Yeah, you can, you can definitely buy amnesty in America. Mm. Not, not hard. Like nothing is real in a concrete sense anymore. It's all like, how do you perceive it? That's what matters. How is your perception of things? You know, we don't care about the actual reality of what's going on. Yep. It's, it's really like weird. how it's like how there was a guy on MSNBC, MSNBC one time who, when asked why, why they don't cover climate change, he said because it's a loser issue because people change the channel when you mention climate change. And I'm like, don't you see the problem there, though? You don't mention it. They turn it off and no one gets informed. And now the planet's going to burn. Like, that's what happened. That's the feedback loop that you've created. You've yep. chased profit over facts and the science. And now we're all going to die. So great. Oh, yeah. Uh, I just love that. Objective reality, gone. It's all subjective from now on. Yep. It doesn't matter. It doesn't, yeah, it just doesn't matter what actually happens. And you can just, like like she does in this video, you can just wave everything off as being like, you know what? Good point. Next. (laughs) Good point. Yeah. That's the Biden response, too, is good point. You, You know, that's smart. Smart cookie over there. Next. <laughs> That's great, champ. Yeah. Juice box and a cookie. Go right ahead. Reward that, reward that kid. That was a sad scene for sure. So uh, that was just here. disgusting. Oh, for sure. Did not like that at all. Um, oh, by the way, Marcus, what kind of VR rig do you have? I have the Oculus Quest 2. Did you experience any problems today because of the Facebook outage? I did not. I I actually checked it before we got on today, and I was just like, "Oh shit! I hope I hope all my shit isn't gone because I've easily spent a, at least a hundred bucks on yeah programs and shit." <clears throat> because the servers came back up not long before we started recording, and apparently, yeah. if you apparently if you had like logged out during that, it would fuck up your stuff. So if you I guess you didn't do anything at all, which was good, no. the, apparently the right thing. Whew. Baby. That was a close one. Fucking Facebook. <laughs> Unlink that shit. <laughs> yeah. It's really weird to have a Facebook account to play video games on your freaking VR set. Uh-huh. By the way, did we talk, did we talk about the, the guy dressed as a ninja who attacked those soldiers in California? The ninja man? Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> the spec ops people were hiding from because he had actually wounded them. It says right here. Okay, listen to this. It says right here, person was smoking a cigarette when an unknown person wearing full ninja garb <laughs> to include a katana sword walked up to them. The person wearing the ninja garb stated, do you know who I am? <laughs> the SSG replied, no. The unknown person then asked, do you know who my family is? And he again said no. At this point, the person in ninja garb began to slash at him, striking his phone and his knee and leg. And he ran away as the person the ninja garb was kicking and punching doors and windows <laughs> so a amazing. ninja attacked California soldiers amazing yeah. so anytime you see any of these guys in the grocery store who are like former you know vet- like veterans or whatever and they have these shirts that are like oh if you come near me I'll kill you <laughs> 
<laughs> just know that it's not true. They can't take down a man with a sword. <laughs> Beaten by a man with a ninja sword. <laughs> Truly incredible. Don't you guys love those aggressive shirts you see sometimes in grocery oh, stores, yeah. though? Because yeah. they, first of all, not only are they aggressive, they're incredibly wordy. Some of them are just like, <laughs> if you get near me in my truck again with our with my eight point hitch, I'm gonna take you down to the slaughterhouse. And it's like, why are there so many words? I'm not even right. intimidated anymore. I had to read a whole book. Can't just be a shirt that just says "fuck you" on it. <laughs> just, that, that's not that's not enough, man. You need details. <laughs> You know what? It's just, it's, just, it's just a shirt of giving the middle finger. That's all you need. Yeah. That's the entire shirt. Make oh, it no. simple. The Egyptians used pictograms, people. All right? They're ahead of us on this. Damn. It's a picture yeah, of a bird. It means something. It probably just means bird, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> we should go back to this. We, we need more ninjas, and we need them to attack uh, the president and other people who aren't doing shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. All those ninjas out there, get on it. Right. We know you exist. Yeah, you guys have been vindicated at this point. <laughs> because, hey, guys, listen, they don't know your name or who your family is. Get oh, after yeah. them. Yeah. Let them know. Do you guys think that the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles did a cultural appropriation? How so? They're not Japanese. They're, I mean, they're New Yorkers. True. They're also splinter Japanese. mutated turtles, though. He's a rat. So. Are the, none of them are Japanese. I think they're all pretty much all white, right? I guess they're coded as that. I always thought they were... Um, I, actually, I thought they were always like a little multicultural group. Mm. <laughs> but I don't know. Maybe not. You know, there's an easy way to fix this. That that rabbit from uh, like the weird like timeline. Usagi have, Yojimbo. Yes. Have him... Have him be in, like, actual... Have the rabbit replace Splinter, mm-hmm. and then you're good. <laughs> he taught him Japanese. That's right. <laughs> he taught him right. Japanese. <laughs> I just always wonder about the racial politics of Teenage Mutant Turtles, you know? I mean, yeah, I think Seth's right. As, as mutated turtles, I don't think they have to deal with... Yeah, I don't think they have to answer to that kind of life. stuff. So you don't think Donatello is black? I guess I think they're multicultural. Yeah, I think Raphael would be black. Really, Raphael? What's your what's your reason for that? I do, I don't know. That's that's my <laughs> <thing>. <laughs> just struck you as black. What's what was uh, his weapon again? I can't remember what his weapon was. Uh, Sai. Okay, he had the Sai. Yeah. I thought that what? Did, okay, so Michelangelo had the nunchucks, mm-hmm. and Donatello had the the, the stick. Yeah, the quarterstaff. Mm-hmm. Right. Who's the last one? Leonardo. Leonardo, he had a sword, right? Right. Yep. Okay. Also, I did want to point out, I, I was mentioning those aggressive shirts. I had to scroll through Twitter to find this oh, one. Geez. Because, so, just so you know, in, there, there's two sets of text, but in the middle, it's like a gorilla smoking a cigar with two guns, and he's wearing a suit. He's wearing a black tie suit. And the shirt says, if you're going to fight... Fight like you're the third monkey on the ramp in Noah's Ark, and brother, it's starting to rain. <laughs> oh boy, man, that's intimidating already. <laughs> that's incredible. I'm just like, why does he have two guns? Imagine reading this whole shirt and feeling betrayed by what happens at the end. I know, right? 
Oh my god. So yeah, that, can you that's imagine? Just the shit. I'm just I'm just talking this idea of the the gorilla is in a suit with a cigar with two guns. Like, what do you think the before Noah's Ark times looked like? Yeah, and like, <laughs> did the did the other gorillas have more guns? Like, why is what, what what's he going up against here? <laughs> also, do you think that like in the biblical story they was a free for all? <laughs> that would be entertaining. That would be better. I mean, well, oh yeah, hey guys. Is- Noah's Ark Battle Royale. Next Battle Royale! <laughs> yes. There we go. Boom. Oh, we got it. It's a win with every crowd. <laughs> I just like the idea that God would not just co- like call a male and female for every species. Like, all right, all animals, come here right now. <laughs> Let's right. see who makes it onto the ramp. <laughs> Can you imagine? That would be pretty funny, actually. Yeah, you're right. That would be hilarious. <laughs> God's infinite power couldn't just get two. No, all had to show up. <laughs> I, lo- I love that. That's pretty good. Um, we'll see here. So, uh, I guess we're moving into the final stage of here of the podcast. Mm-hmm. So, I'll start off this week with uh, entertainment type stuff since that's going away pretty soon. Uh, yeah. Except for the infinite backlog we already have that we could we could play for the rest of our lives and not worry about anything. Uh, I and Seth also both enjoyed Midnight Mass. Uh, yes show fucking good show rules. great neat little horror drama show really enjoyed it a lot and of if you are like me of... and you're not a fan of dr sleep and you're not really uh you're not really sure about mike flanagan he's pretty good in this he's yeah. in this he directed this and wrote it it's very good and i might go give dr sleep a second chance we'll see i will say that if you're worried about dying you should watch midnight mass make you feel much better about death that's true um, I see here in terms of like video games. Oh, I know. I played. I sat down on Saturday, and for some reason I cannot explain to myself. I played some Subnautica for twelve straight hours. Oh, um, shit. Wow. For <laughs> the absolutely first one no or the reason. second one? The first one. Um, oh, sat down and played that, and I was having a great little time, just you know, doodling around in my sea moth, my little, my little, my little, uh, my little ocean boat, you know, truck that I was just like do 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 flying around in. And I saw an underwater like thermal vent, and I was like, "Oh!" And right here at the maximum crush depth, I'll get out and go investigate, right? Because for some reason, your your body can resist more than your ship can. I don't know why. Uh, I guess it's science. Bones. I jumped out. Huh? Your bones. Bones. Ships don't have them, right? We we have bones. Oh, yeah. Ships don't. I popped out. <laughs> So I was swimming down, and all of a sudden I heard a noise that sounded like a horrible apocalypse was happening behind me. I looked back, and this giant monster had grabbed my sea moth and then destroyed it in front of my eyes. And I turned off the game. <laughs> and that's why I can never play Subnautica. Coward! Face your death! I was, but I wasn't even scared. I was just mad. I was like, I worked so hard to make that boat, and you just destroyed it. Like, in a, in a, in a, in a heartbeat. You didn't yep. have backup materials to make another one i mean i could but there was so much effort there were upgrades in it and everything i was so mad mm. um but i turned it back on i played a little bit more i got the, the sub with the prawn suit and uh might keep playing it. that's where i'm playing uh raft because i'm on some underwater survival game kick and we got to tell you guys that is the most stressful video game i've ever played in my entire life i've Can't watched some it. some streams of it and it is yeah it's pretty intense 
Like, I can deal with everything that's happening in, in the game, but it needs to be spaced out more, all right? Shark, fucking seagulls attacking my potatoes, water, hunger, it's too much. It's too much happening at once. You, there's she, All the resources are constantly moving around you. You can't catch them all. I just, it, it was too much for me. I had to stop. I, I My life is, is already hectic enough. I don't need this game added to that, so. Yeah, I can see that. That's what I've been doing, guys. Nice. Much yeah. all. So yeah, like you said, I watched Midnight Mass. I liked it a lot. Um, I'm now watching Mike Flanagan's other Netflix show, um, or one of his two Netflix shows, Haunting of Hill House. Um, just watched that before the podcast recording. Very, very good. Um, I watched the movie Coherence, which was dope. Um, if you want a really short, in and out, like, I don't know, psychological horror kind of movie, sci-fi almost, um, check out Coherence. It's great. Um, I haven't played any video games, like, at all, and, or besides, like, Apex Legends with friends and stuff, and, yeah, that's about it. Just, oh, and then still reading, um, some of Brandon Sanderson's, uh, fantasy novels. Cool. Right. Uh, How about you, Marcus? Me? I have been, uh, I've been watching Squid Game. Yes. I am still <laughs> on Bly Manor. And I'm a psychopath, so I'm not going to start Midnight Mass until I finish Black Banner. That's smart. I know I don't need to, but that's how my brain works. That's fine. Um, also, Game Pass has some oh, some nice games. They've got Scarlet Nexus. Just like some anime slash them up. But you've got like psychokinetic powers. I love it. It's great. It's awesome. Nice. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's that's what I've been doing. Cool. Good times, y'all. <clears throat> Great times. Enjoying our days before it all ends. Um, nice. So that's been the podcast, I think. Yeah, I think so. Uh, mm-hmm. Alright, well, I am a Smith. You can find me on Twitter at MCSurf. Um, Seth, you can find me on Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, Twitch, whatever, part-time pretzel. Um, I'm actually working on a new YouTube video, so I should have that out relatively quickly. Nice. Uh, I'm Marcus. You can find me on uh, Instagram at Mr. Beaches, and, and I occasionally do art for the podcast. <laughs> our theme song was done by Ben Powell. He's been on the show before, especially on our movie review episodes. You can follow his podcast called Southern Smackdown, where they talk about wrestling and they're from the South. If that sounds interesting, go check it out. You can lead a horse to water, but you cannot make it under it. Fuck. Uh, Blizzard. (laughs) And uh, capitalism is the cause of all of our problems. And uh, we have stopped trying to solve our problems, and are trying to outlive them. And from New Orleans to New York, that's the Lingos Podcast, baby. We're out. Out. Peace.